Hi, welcome back. Another session, another inspiration. I'm so pumped up because today we are joined by SMKCBN. Okay, cool. Okay, you can give virtual clap there, all the listeners. So let's hear from them. Maybe we can start with name. Can I please have the group leader to introduce yourself? Hello everyone, my name is Ng Yen Ling and I'm from SMK Convent Bukit Nanas. Welcome Yen Ling. Okay, good to have you. Okay, can I please have the next person, okay, Nafisa to briefly introduce yourself? Hello everyone, my name is Nafisa and I'm also from SMK Convent Bukit Nanas. There, I love the swag. Okay, okay let's have Indira up next. Hello everyone, I'm Indra Meime and I'm also from SMK Convent Bukit Nanas. Wow, roll it, roll it, roll it. And last but not least, can we please have the fourth team member? Hi everyone, my name is Joelle and I'm also from SMK Convent Bukit Nanas. And we have Rosa Monktons. I hope Cikgu doesn't mind this lame joke. Okay Cikgu, it's your turn to quickly introduce yourself. Okay, I am Cikgu Haridi and I've been teaching in CBN for the past uh, eight years. Wow, that's awesome. Eight years with CBN. Welcome everyone. Of course, right, when we heard CBN, CBN, now we are more curious to know. So maybe Nafisa, you can give us a quick tour about your school. All right. Thank you, Agent Wahida. Welcome to CBN, the school beside a forest in the heart of Kuala Lumpur. Honestly speaking, I get really excited when I get this kind of questions because personally, I think our school is pretty unique. So fun fact, this particular forest near our school is the only forest reserve located in the middle of the city. Our school established in 1899 and still standing after 122 years. Our school consists of five main blocks, Pauline, Adele, Xavier, Breed and Nazareth. Moreover, our school also not has one but two wide fields. So every day here is always a new day. Our school is home to hundreds of students from different races, Chinese, Indian, Malay, you name it. The teachers here are also multiracial, not to mention absolutely supportive too. Especially our headmistress, Puan Rosman A. Lawrence, who is an environmental enthusiast. She really admires the competition we are currently joining now. So thank you for thank you to Toyota for um, hosting this event. So saving the earth is what she encourages us CBNers to do. Actually, for your information, the location of our school is just a stone's throw away from like six different schools as we're connected by the same road. So um, during the times when it was COVID-free, all the students from those schools used to like flood the road. Students SK from SKCBN1, SKCBN2, SK St. John 1, SK St. John 2, SMK St. John and St. John's International School. It also rules out why I sometimes come to school a bit late. But there's one thing that I personally like. As soon as I arrive at school early in the morning, the fresh air from the Bukit Nanas forest, of course, 
This is why I strongly hope that the forest will be preserved for as long as it can so that future generations can experience the calm breeze. Thanks, Nafisa. Now I recall, I'm not a local, I'm not from KL, but yeah, we pass by a lot, Bukit Nanas, and always procrastinate the plan to go there, maybe one day, right? Maybe, as you said, you hope to preserve Bukit Nanas the longest you could, right? Thank you so much uh, for that. And I love that little disclaimer, why she was late before, okay, teachers? <laughs> the little disclaimer. Okay, can I please have uh, Yan Ling, maybe you could share with listeners, right? There must be something you observe in the lens from uh, environmental threats, for example. Can you please tell us more about that? All right, Agency Wahida. So, I think it was back in 2019, our school had a carnival. And this was a pretty big event as it was open to outsiders and anybody could come. So, there were a lot of food and drink stalls, game booths, and we even had a haunted house. So, of course, we had a lot of disposable food packaging and single-use plastics. At that time, I didn't really think about the waste that was being created because I thought the usage of plastic was so normalized and so widespread that it was inevitable. It's cheap, convenient, and hygienic as a food packaging. So, it didn't really hit me when until I was walking out of the school and saw this huge mountain of trash that was sitting in front of our school gates. It was so much that the garbage bins couldn't fit everything. But in reality, this had already been an environmental issue that occurs every day. Most of the time, items that can be recycled are just disposed of without a second thought. This was when I thought, we can do something about this and we should do something about this. So I thought that even if we cannot avoid using single-use materials, we should at least take the first step in the right direction, which is to wow. recycle. Thank you so much because I think we can picture it now, right? Like a mountain of garbage. And I think that's a very personal moment for you as well, Yanning. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And Joel, when there's a problem, right? Now you know there's a source of problem. It will trigger an action, right? In the context of TEY, maybe it can tell us or tease us about your project. How would you like to address this issue? Yeah, sure. I think it's safe to say that as a team, we all share the same dream and vision. But for me, I also do imagine walking down the streets and then I'll just ask a random stranger, have you heard of Jomkitar? And then the stranger can be like, oh yeah, of course. So I think our project, it's the beginning of something that can change everything. So we started off with our app, which is now in the making. And essentially this app, it will help us connect users with collectors and it'll make the recycling process so much more efficient and also less time consuming. So there are only three simple steps to using this app. So it's very, very easy. Uh, the first step is to select up to four types of recyclable items. And then the second step is to pick a location and click send recycling truck. And the last step is to set a date for your collection. So that's all the steps to using the app. And we're moving on to the next phase of our project. And it will be an event that can hopefully help us utilize and also test our app to the fullest. Uh, this event, it will involve all the students, teachers, and parents of our school. And we'll be collecting paper and cardboard for a span of two weeks. And this two weeks actually starts next week when school reopens. And this collected paper and cardboard, we will use our app. And then we will call the collectors using it to ask them to come to our school and collect the items that have been brought by the students. 
So we want this event to be like a continuous thing. So we don't want it to be like a one-time thing, like, oh, we're just doing it now for the sake of the competition or something like that. So it's like, if you imagine domino tiles, it's like when you push the first tile, then the tiles after that, they'll just fall following the first tile and it creates like a chain reaction kind of effect. And that's what we want this event to be. We want the event to be the first tile. And then when we push it, then everything will just fall into place. And other than that, we all know that when we recycle, we do get some small amount of money from the collectors. And because there's so many students involved in this event, there's like 800 students in our school. And if you count the parents and teachers, there's at least 1,000 of us. So I'm pretty sure that the amount of money that we'll get, it won't be like very little. So we're planning to use this money to donate it to Zunagara to help save the animals. Because actually in our Instagram page, we did post about Zunagara before and it received a lot of attention. And this is like a follow-up action to help Zunagara. And I said so much, but all this is just the beginning because I've always known our team to be one that aims for the top. And I strongly believe that we do have the potential to achieve many great things. So other than making our app more well-known, we also dream to raise more awareness within our community of the environmental issues happening all around us. And we're also only confining our project to within our community right now. But we hope that one day we can bring it outside of the community and then our app can become something like Food Panda or Grab because its usage is so normalized. So we want our app to be something like that so that people can use it and then they can recycle and recycling will never be a hassle ever again. Yeah. And I'll pass it back to Agent Wahida. Wow. I, I mean, like we're already excited. And when you said it's just the beginning, I was like, okay, what's next? What's next? And I love how I think listeners would agree we can see the sustainability part. So again, we wish you all the best for your mission. And Cikgu Hariri, that's a big goal. Create a sustainable solution, right? To an environmental issue. And I believe there are a lot of challenges, a lot of obstacles that you have to go through, Cikgu. Maybe you could share with us, is there any moment that you doubt you and your team, right? Like, can we really accomplish this mission, Cikgu? Okay, uh, thank you, Ms. Vaida. Actually, there are challenges that we are facing during the process. Uh, so, especially this uh, competition is during the tough situation in our country, uh, during MCO. So, one of the main challenges is when in the part where we need to collect the data, uh, we need to collect the recyclable items. You know, uh, during MCO, there are times when we thought that it seems to be uh, okay, the condition seems to be okay very soon. But Unfortunately, you know, like last time, suddenly there's another MCO. I think around September, like that, right? So the situation during MCO is uh, really unpredictable. So the collecting uh, recyclable items is a challenge. Uh, we can't have a physical contact. We are locked down in our houses. Yeah. However, the participant to this project is so supportive and they are willing uh, to collect themselves and they find the weights of the recyclable items and, and they're able to provide the data and send it to us. And they even took pictures of it. So we are able to get all the data uh, without having to have any physical contact with uh, the participant. So at first we thought that it's something impossible. Eh? How are we going supposed to do this uh, during the such a condition? Can uh, but uh, okay, Alhamdulillah, uh, we able to do it, and everybody is so supportive in our community, uh, the alumni and uh, PIBG especially. And we created a WhatsApp group. We communicate and and we discuss. Uh, they even uh, have some suggestion to us. How are we going to do this? So. 
at the end, we are able to collect the data. We able to come up with our own Pareto charts and all that. So that's we able to complete the mission. Lah, kan? So another challenge is actually uh, during the first phase of the uh, the competition, the first video that we send to the organizers, uh, the, the situation where we need to choose a category. Uh, there's uh, four category, the case category, right? So we thought that we need to be very careful in choosing the category because it's during MCO. So we try to avoid choosing a category which involves a physical prototype. Uh, you know, our school, CBN, is a bit different from other schools because of our location. And so we are located actually in the middle of KL City, uh, exactly underneath the Manara KL in the middle of KL City. So students can come from everywhere uh, around KL and Selangor. Some of the students, they came from uh, Bangi. Uh, there are some from Sha'alam. So to be together, to build a physical prototype might be a challenge. So we need to be very careful. So that's why we chose apps category. But because apps, uh, we just need to build a digital prototype. So that means we don't have to have a physical meetup in the situation of MCO. But there's another challenge and because uh, none of us or in other words, uh, all of us is actually have zero knowledge in developing mobile apps. None of us. Maybe I have some experience in developing websites and Indira also, she uh, have uh, some experience in, you know, WordPress punya, uh, web development. But in terms of mobile apps, we have zero knowledge. We have no coding knowledge. Uh, but even though we don't know how to develop a mobile apps, but actually we know how to find out a way to do that. You know, at first, before we submit the, our videos and we decide uh, the, the category that we are choosing, so all of us are agreed, okay, we took it as a challenge and we can put it as a gamble. Lah. Actually, we have zero knowledge in developing mobile apps, but at the end, somehow we're able to find out. Right now, we are in the process of maybe around 80%. Uh, of our mobile apps is ready. There are some characters already uh, agreed to volunteer to participate in the first phase of uh, the mobile apps development. Lah. So I think that's the challenge lah, during the, the, the competition. Wow, I enjoy listening how the challenges that you mentioned, right, in a way open the doors to new possibilities. Uh, we couldn't agree more and I learned that the girls, right, the team members haven't seen each other since the start of TEY mission. But looking at your progress, I'm beyond impressed. You've done uh, great so far. I couldn't tell you haven't like really met physically. So kudos to your team, okay? In Europe. Are there any other resources you feel like helping your team to move forward other than what Chegu Haridi has shared just now? Uh, yes, of course. Another resource that was really helpful was, of course, our teachers. They were really big support and pillar of strength to our project. They often gave their point of view and suggestions to improve our project better. And it also made us understand on how to carry out our recycling event which is Jump Guitar, and we are going to start it on since school reopens. We had many discussions with them, and they also provided their point of view. And it was really helpful, I would say. Not only our teacher advisor, but our principal and administrators also took part in this. So I would like to thank all of them for that. And other than that, another important resource was the toolkit that my teacher advisor found. It's called Apps Master Builder Toolkit. 
and they provided many different and convenient features to build and design our very own app according to our own preferences and needs. So at first, we were actually mesmerized by how amazing that toolkit is because none of us had experience with building apps. And when we had the toolkit, we had to explore everything by ourselves. So we did many research and explored everything. A special thanks I would like to say to Agent M. Nafisa. She is also our Chief Technology Officer. And she managed to master the skills to build the app in a very short span of time, I would say. And all of us helped each other and the app is now near completion. We are also really eager to publish the app soon. And we hope it will serve its purpose to increase the recycling rate in Convent Bukit Nanas. And other than that, I would also say that our eco community members, as Anshari stated just now, they were really helpful and cooperative in making the data collection way more easier than we expected. Because at first, we thought we wouldn't get more cooperation uh, if we have it online. Like not many people would be aware of this, but then actually um, the awareness was there and many of them actually took part in this. So we would also like to thank all those eco-community members and even teachers and alumni also contributed their part in it. So thank you to all of them and those were the resources that helped us come this far. And although, like you say, we haven't met face to face, we have come this far just by having Google Meet sessions, which I think is just incredible. And although we not only managed to overcome all these challenges, but we also gained many useful knowledge through these challenges. Wow, it's very inspiring, right? That's one thing I learned from each of you is like, never say never. I mean, anything that we put our mind into it, long hours, commitment, we can achieve whatever our mindset on. Thank you so much, Indira, and the rest for sharing it. I think we can go on forever if we want, right? Like very inspiring to learn from CBN uh, team. I'm afraid we don't have much time. Maybe this would be the final question. Maybe we can uh, ask Yanling perhaps to share what would be your one piece of advice? Because for you, let's bring back the listeners to the day when you saw that pile, a mountain of rubbish, right? If there's one person, a friend next to you, right, would ask you, okay, so what would be your advice to me, Yanling? What, what would be your answer? I would advise them to start taking action today, no matter big or small. Especially at this point in time, we must acknowledge that environmental issues are indeed a critical matter that needs to be taken seriously. That being said, I think we should lead by example and start making small changes in our life by re-evaluating and tweaking our lifestyle and habits. Coming from personal experience, it will be hard at first and you will question if all your efforts will even have a significant impact. And this journey will definitely take effort and time. However, we must be willing to put in the dedication and hard work and make sacrifices so that our future generations won't have to. For example, we can start by practicing the five hours and look for ways to reduce our carbon footprint, whether it's in terms of our diet, transportation, usage of electricity and water, or waste management. I believe if everybody can collectively come together and make these changes, we can save our earth before it's too late. Lastly, I'd like to leave a few words of motivation for everyone, which is do what is right, not what is easy. Wow, Thank you. do what is right, not what is easy. And listeners, I know you now feel all motivated and you would ask me, so how can we support? 
support this awesome team. So Nafisa, is there any way for us to show our support for your mission? Okay, last but not least, no matter what, please keep supporting us in this incredible and challenging journey of ours. We will also do our part and do our best in order to make Kompen Bukit Nanas rise to the top. So, um, CBNers, teachers and parents, you guys can start segregating your trash and collect as much paper as you can to help us. And on behalf of my team, we would absolutely appreciate it if each and every one of you is involved in the recycling competition starting on the first day of school. Let's go CBN! Simple in virtue, that first in duty. Thank you all for listening. Team Genius out and over. Yes, Team Genius. And the spell Genius is a slightly different spelling, okay? And please follow them on Instagram, okay? They need all the support, not only from CBN community, but all of us. I think it's T-E-Y, Agent M, underscore CBN. Do I get it right, Nafisa? Uh, T-E-Y dot Agent M dot CBN KL. Thank you for that. And with that, Okay, do what is right, not what is easy. See you again. Bye.